I feel like all of us have those moments when we set out to do something that we know is good for us, we really want to be doing that, and then something happens and we just stop doing it. So we managed to follow through on our enthusiasm and do that action for some time, but then when motivation is not there, we just stop doing that. So how do we actually make sure that we keep taking that action consistently? How do we make sure that those habits that we're building actually stick? Welcome everyone to Lefe's Lisa podcast. Our mission at Lefe's Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be their better selves. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about habit formation and how I've formed some of the most life-changing habits myself and how I managed to actually make sure that I am consistent and I keep doing those actions that are good for me, which is basically in a nutshell, forming good habits. And I would say one of the biggest shifts for me was when I read Atomic Habits by James Clear. If I'm not mistaken, he was James Clear. Um, And he wrote there how important it is to have those small habits that you form, how to form a habit, how to stack the habits, what are the elements of the habit. And it was very useful to just get this understanding of how our brains work, how our bodies work, and how to act, what are the mechanisms behind the habit creation. And also there is another great book, which is called Power of the Habit, which also talks about that. And having that knowledge helped me a lot to build those consistent habits. So I wanted to share some of the biggest mistakes in terms of habit formation and also how to form a habit and what were the main elements of habit formation so that you yourself as well can form the habits that you want to because I feel like all of us have those moments when we set out to do something that we know is good for us we really want to be doing that and then something happens and we just stop doing it so we managed to follow through on our enthusiasm and do that action for some time but then when motivation is not there we just stop doing that so how do we actually make sure that we keep taking that action consistently how do we make sure that those habits that we're building actually stick and i think one of the biggest mistakes and that's something that i wanted to share with you because once understood it it became so much easier for me to maintain my habits and it was Firstly, the habits are most vulnerable in their infancy. And secondly, never skip, never skip the action that is that you're trying to build as your habit twice in a row. And let me explain. So why the habits are the most vulnerable in their infancy? The reason for that is that whenever you try and you start doing something new, you start building those connections in your brain, neurological connections in your brain that correspond to that action. And when you just like do something for the first time, then that connection is quite weak. But the more times you do it, the stronger the connection between the two neurons is that corresponds to taking that action. So the more you do it, the stronger the connection. And it's very good also to have a certain trigger that triggers you to do that action that you desire. So for example, for me, when I, wa- I, would, I wanted to build a habit of working out in the morning, 
I would already prepare my workout, workout outfit the night before so that I would wake up, I would see it, I would put my workout, uh, workout outfit on and that was the trigger for me to actually work out. And that's something that beautifully James Clear describes when he says you just need to, you don't need to think that, okay, I need to work out, you just need to think, okay, I just need to put my workout clothes on and then it's it that thing actually triggers the actual workout because it's quite hard to just put on the workout clothes and not to work out because that connection just becomes so strong so that's that is the reason of why our why our habits are most vulnerable in their infancy just because that connection is not yet that strong and hence it's easier to break it and easier to stop doing that action because we still have not we still did not hardwire it as much whereas if we were doing something for a few years oh man the habit is very very strong that connection neurological connection is is as thick and strong as a huge wire it's not a thin thread that you can just easily break and the other biggest pitfall that I was mentioning, which was so eye-opening eye for me, was to never skip my habit or the action that is my habit that I want to try to build twice in a row. Because the moment you skip something twice in a row, you start building a new habit. Now you start building the habit of actually not doing that thing instead of following through on your action. So you don't want, you really don't want to start building the habit of skipping the, that act because then it gets stronger and stronger as well so it's okay to miss a day of something that you set out to do let's say you want to journal every day or let's say you want to work out every day you want to go for a walk every day it's okay to miss one day but just still go and do it on the day after that don't skip it twice in a row because you're making it so much harder for yourself because you now started investing your time and energy into the other habit which is the habit of skipping that we don't want to we don't want to strengthen that connection and just a bit so i i shared this two common um two common pitfalls and two once understood this these two these two parts regarding the habit it was very eye-opening for me and it already became so much easier to form the habits but i also wanted to share about the habit loop cycle and how it works so that you can also understand the mechanism of that and of course as i mentioned you can go ahead and read those books as well and it will give you a way deeper understanding into all the science behind it but i'll just give you a brief understanding from my side because I feel like it's very very helpful to understand how the habit works so firstly there is the trigger and then there is and then there is also the our reaction and then afterwards we also have our feeling and then we also can get the craving so sometimes the craving is also becomes the trigger and then the trigger triggers the action that we do and then we get the feeling and then it's kind of a self-reinforcing loop because I think it's way easier to understand who is an example. With a workout, you can get a certain trigger and a certain trigger for you could be 
seeing your workout clothes it could be just the time of the day because if you're very used to working out at certain at, at a certain time of the day you could be just triggered by that and then there is a certain act that you do so the actual act of working out and then there is a certain feeling that sensation that you get afterwards for example most of the people if you've done a sweaty workout you just feel good you have an, a, a dopamine rush because of all of the uh, all, all of your biochemistry in your body is changed and then after this feeling you're quite happy that you worked out and then it, what can also happen that now once you've started building this habit you will start craving the feeling of the post the post-workout feeling so that could also itself serve as a trigger to actually work out but i find it very useful to understand these components because sometimes we we just don't understand for example why cannot we just get ourselves to act and do that thing that we want our habit to be but the thing is we have not we don't really have a trigger for our for our habit that's why it's not as easy or it's not as smooth and we can actually by ourselves manufacture manufacture that uh, trigger so for example putting our clothes next to our bedside and then sometimes also we once we've done some let's say we've done we've accomplished something hard at work but then we didn't receive any praise and that's why we did not get this post accomplishment feeling and that's why it's quite hard hours afterwards to convince ourselves to go into that uh, act of doing that productive work just because we didn't get any reward or any uh, feeling afterwards but also we can take a more empowering approach and we can give ourselves that reward that feeling afterwards ourselves so we can say like oh my god i'm so proud of myself i did such a good job and then you'll feel this emotion and it will also help you with reinforcing your habit loop so i feel like understanding these elements of the habits and how it forms really helps you just to also start forming those habits because you can start understanding which parts of this loop were you missing and maybe that's why you were struggling to actually create the habit that you wanted to in your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this episode helps you understand habit formation. It helps you avoid some of the most common mistakes in terms of habit formation and I, I um if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this channel, like this video, and I see you in the next episode.